welcome to the boxing now podcast we are back for another one here i am that dude named dave here with my main man jorge how's it going man doing great dave how are you i'm great man we're back for another episode man i can't believe we're still here i'm excited to talk about this one though yeah yes yes so before we get started let's just do all this stuff right now like and subscribe on youtube if you don't like you'll subscribe i think you're a hater okay youtube is on boxing now podcast also on facebook boxing now instagram boxing now podcast the website boxingnowonline.com bookmark it we will have all of our content there in no time it's going to be built out and you guys are going to love it jorge you got anything you want to throw out there uh twitch tv look for live underscore dominoes uh casual dominoes program uh tuesdays thursdays and saturdays at 8 p.m so we got all that out the way now. So we are doing our first fight preview. Good fight to, to cover. I'm actually yeah. kind of excited to catch you this fight. It's uh, right at the, uh, the, the Saturday, the 2nd of January. Yeah. What a way to start the new year, people. Dece- well, this is December going into January, the last week. But January 2nd, Saturday, on the zone, we have Luke Campbell, good fighter, against dun, 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 Ryan Garcia. Big talker. Now, this fight was supposed to happen in December, but because of COVID, it was delayed. So now we have it here. Big time fight here. Garcia is 20 and 0 with 17 knockouts. And we have Luke Campbell here, who has been in this division and fighting the top guys for as long as we can think of here the last several years here. So, Jorge, I want to kick it to you because you have a lot of thoughts. You have a lot of opinions on Ryan Garcia. We both do, but yours is very. Is very opinionated, I feel, and that, but you bring a lot of great points when we talk before the show. So I want to hand it to you, and I want to ask you how you feel about this fight here, and how you feel about Ryan Garcia as well. So the fight itself, I think, is a good proving ground for Ryan Garcia. Luke Campbell's been in the ring just as recently with, as with Lomachenko, uh, according to Lomachenko, and I believe he stated this before he fought Teofimo Lopez that Campbell at that point was his toughest fight. At that point, uh, when you watch that fight, Campbell was the the taller guy, the bigger guy. And uh, he definitely gave uh, Lomachenko, I thought, I don't say a run for his money, but he definitely gave him some looks in the first couple of rounds that definitely made it a little awkward for Lomachenko to fight him the way he probably wanted to fight him at that time. And that was his, I believe, his first fight on the way up into the new weight class for him, right? Yeah. So for this is going to be for the WBC interim title. So this is Ryan Garcia's first major step-up fight. He has not fought a guy in the top 10 yet. And... This is a fight that could technically set up really down the line. I don't think in 2021, but I could see it probably in 2022, a fight with Javante Davis. He has been angling for this. Like when Javante Davis knocked out Santa Cruz. <laughs> we're gonna keep we're gonna keep talking about this knockout, are we or not? I think before the year's over, it was a beautiful knockout. It's beautiful. Seventh round knockout. Catch it on YouTube, folks. Fifth round. Fifth round, my fault. Yes. Fifth round. Yes. And it uh, was beautiful. So Ryan Garcia does a lot of talking, and he knows he had his fight coming up, but he knows that and boxers notice you behind the scenes. They do root for guys to win because you're not going to get the big fights. If the other guys ain't winning as well. Who wants to make two hundred thousand dollars fighting bums when you know that you can make a million fighting this other guy here? Right. So that was I, I did like that. Like, you know, you can be an a-hole like Ryan Garcia is with we'll looking into that. He, he he's a young brat. Let's just put it out there. He he be out there talking mess. He he has a big social media uh, background, but he was out there supporting Javante Davis in that fight. And I like that though. When you see competitors say, "We want this fight. The fans gonna want it. I want it as well. I need to see you win as well." So Javante Davis took care of handled business in October. 
So now Ryan Garcia needs to handle business to show that he is the goods. Ryan Garcia has, like I said, a big Instagram following. The kids love him. When I say kids, people, I want you to know that I'm showing my age. I think I'm young, but I'm 40. I will admit that. I think I am young, but I am 40. (gasps) (sighs) Right. But I'm not the guy to say, get off my lawn. I embrace the young kids because I know that you guys who may be watching, I've looked at the numbers. I'm trying to embrace the young 25 to 34 demographic and the 18 to 25 demographic. You guys run the world to a certain degree in sports and in music. Young people are the driving force so in so many things. So the girls love Ryan Garcia. I was mentioning this here. Like mm-hmm. he is Oscar De La Hoya 2.0 to a degree. Not accomplishments, but what comes with it. Good looking, Latino, can knock people out, smart with his words, quit with, you know, girls love that. The young girls, too. A good-looking guy who can knock a dude out, don't got to worry about. He, he can handle his business. The girls love that, man. He don't have the gold medals. He don't have the amateur background. He don't got the signature wins. So I think that's where you come in and you have a problem with that. And my biggest beef with the young man isn't his ability to, to box or what he's done up to this point. My problem with the young man is he's basically a TikTok boxer. And, 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 I, and I say oh, it, and I say it, and, 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 we're gonna I, get the, the TikTok folks are gonna hate us. Hey, don't get on me. This is him here. This, this is, is this man here. No matter of fact, I'm gonna put the camera on him right. Hey, he said it. I did it. Hey, I embrace y'all, TikTok folks. Hey, he's a TikTok fighter. He's a Facebook fighter. And, 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 and I said he's a YouTube oh, fighter. And I'm gonna oh, say it now, guys. Oh, he's just basically wow. a face. Oh, at this point, he hasn't, in my point of view. Low blow. He hasn't uh, paid his dues, yeah, and, 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 and so, so so let me and let me make my point clear on that, right? So, previous fighters beforehand, and I'll say previous fighters, uh, previous generations, guys like Julio Cesar Chavez, right? Uh, Felix Trinidad, Oscar De La Hoya himself, Shane Mosley, Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, mm-hmm. all these guys paid their dues. The way you're supposed to, and I'll give you guys some great examples. I'm not coming out here without receipts. I have receipts for all this okay, stuff, guys. So, okay, okay. So here we go. Okay. So this young man is what, he 21 years old. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, 21 or 23. 20, I, I apologize, I get, but I know Javante is 23. You know, T. Film, I believe, is 20 or Javante maybe 25. They're all between 21 and 25 yeah, years old. So I apologize for not having that exact information. So let's just say, for the sake of this conversation, he's 22. Okay. 2018, the young man fought five times. Which is about right, right? When you're a young up and coming fighter, you you need to get you need to get rounds. You need to start generating rounds in that. 2019 since he's only fought three times, twice in 2019, and because of COVID once. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt for this year, one time. That's what back 22. in 22. Sorry, cut you off. Want to make sure our boxing audience know we get these numbers right. Exactly. So he fought he basically fought three times since. I, I'm sorry, you you have not put in the work. And, uh, you know, you haven't paid your dues to the point where you can actually start calling out what you want at this point in your career. I'm sorry. You, 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 you're not and you're, you're not just get off my lawn arguments. You, you, you haven't. You just haven't. Guys like Floyd Mayweather, they they paid their dues. Right. They fought who they've had to fight. They, they fought the Diego Corrales. They fought the Arturo Gattis. They got to the point where they can actually start dictating what they want. Canelo was no different. He went through the same part of his career where he did the same thing in the super middleweight, in the middleweight division before in the junior middleweight division, sorry, 
before jumping into middleweight. It's it, every fighter goes through that period. It's it's like you're right of passage, right? You don't just you don't just get it because I got a big mouth on TikTok, I got a big mouth on Facebook, I got a big mouth on YouTube, I got a big mouth on Twitter. It doesn't fly. It doesn't fly with me. And I think anybody who's followed boxing for a long time, that's almost to get off your long guys. But even guys that are just slightly younger than me, I'm a 39 year old guy, almost 40. But if you're in your 30s, you've watched some boxing. Right, and you kind of understand there were some fighters what you were watching had paid their dues. Right, you were already watching Manny at that point, Juan Manuel Marquez. You watch Barrera. You watch some of these guys, and they paid their dues. This young man has not. This man, uh, Ryan Garcia, he fought a gentleman by the name of Carlos Morales, I believe, in 2018. He won that fight by majority decision. The last four rounds, he ran his ass off, and not because. He he was trying to he was winning comfortably and just wanted to stay away from the fight. No, he he got taste of some leather in the first round from a journeyman fighter who's only knocked out six six knockouts at that point, and basically he tasted the leather and he just didn't get hit in the face. And what you saw the majority of the time was I mean Garcia won the majority of the rounds. I would say as I say a six it was a ten round fight six four it's about right. I wouldn't have been surprised if it was called a draw because he got hit in the face. And all that man did was protect his face, exposing his body. For, for a tall guy, and I know because I'm a tall guy myself, and I'm blocking high, I am exposing a good chunk of my body to blows. And that man exposed himself to blows. He needs work on his defense. He's draw, he fights too tall for that weight class. And he he's gonna get he's gonna get he's asking for fighters who have the who are a little bit more dynamic than the fighters that he's going against right now. And if he, you know, he goes against a, a Javante Davis, he's going to get angled. There's going to be some punches he's not going to see coming. Same thing from uh, Teofimo Lopez. Same thing from Lomachenko. All those guys can create angles from different, with different punches, with different movements. Lateral movements will hurt this kid unless he works on his footwork, his head movement, and conditioning. Because in that fight, folks, look it up. Carlos Morales, majority decision. He uh, was gassed. The reason he ran in the 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th round is because he was gassed. So I have questions about his conditioning, not, not to mention his chin. So I, I, I think this fight coming up with Luke Campbell will be an interesting test. Um, I'll, be, I'll be selfish and say I hope he wins the fight because I won the fight Davis. I, I want the challenges already. If he wants it that badly, I want it that badly because I feel a young man needs to be humbled. Mm, man. You know, I didn't say nothing there. I was just exorbitant all that. He didn't tell me all this before we, we got started, people. Um, wow. I have a mouthful. Tell me how you really feel. Uh, it's, 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 <laughs> it's, 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 like, it's kind of get off my lawn, but it's, it, again, if, if you respect any sport and the, and the people who've come before it, you'll understand that perspective and understand that you have to pay your dues like anybody else does. Well, this is a box now first because I didn't say anything for like five minutes. <laughs> hey, it's a nice way to begin the new year. <laughs> uh, um, I'm trying to be more quiet more and give Jorge more uh, screen time here because he had a lot. No, I took it. I took yeah, it. There, I, there was there was you gave. No, I took that. Okay. Uh, be careful there. People, I take that the wrong way. All right. Hey, 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 calm down. You can talk now. Okay. So <laughs> we have a love hate relationship here. We, 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 I can admit we got a bromance over here. It's all good, you know. But I agree and I disagree with you. I'm not. Of course gonna, you do. I'm not going to be the old man on the lawn here, people. Um, you're right. 
Foy proved it. Olympic bronze medalist. Got robbed. Should be a gold medalist. Amateur great career. He was pretty boy until he turned to, you know, heal heal money. You know that was that was an act, but an act that worked. Wow, genius, Oscar. I do not like Oscar De La Hoya, but I always say that just because I don't like a person, I respect them in their crap if they're great at what they do. Yep. Oscar, great amateur career, gold medalist, sixth division champion. Say we want to buy his personal life, no problem. We can do that. But as a fighter, he fought everybody. He didn't duck anybody. He took his L's. You know, he made mistakes, but he fought everybody. He won. He won more than he lost. Yep. Right? Same thing we say about Manny. We can go through the list. All the greats, Roy Jones, you know, we can talk about all these guys. And Ryan Garcia, of course, his background doesn't fit the mold. But you know what Ryan Garcia does? What I mentioned earlier, the girls love him. You know what that means when the ladies love him? He puts seats in the arena. Now, I know because of COVID, we don't have that. We don't have that part of the revenue for fights right now. But you know what, though? He's heavy on TikTok. He's heavy on Instagram. He's heavy on the book. He's heavy everywhere on social media. So you know what that means? The average person don't have the eyes to watch his fight, That the eyes that he has. You have girls 19 years old watching his boxing fights. You had girls 22 years old going to his fights before COVID. So if you got people who are not normally watching the fight, now are watching the fights, he dictates that. He drives money now. He may not have proved it, but he proved it at the bank. That's the main thing that uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, columnists, I won't say his name right now. I don't want to get the quote wrong. I'll mention another time. But he always says, I don't care about being a superstar in the streets. Just call me a superstar at the bank, baby. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ryan Garcia is a superstar at the bank. You know, for someone his young age can get the contracts he's getting because the butts are in the seats. The butts are watching. They are taking the streams. And it's all correlated. We talked about analytics before the show. He has showcased that I can use my brand in analytics to drive people to watch me fight. So everything you said was so true. But boxing is still a business. So even though I may not be the A side, but if I can generate like Javante Davis, he can he sold out Baltimore his last fight, uh, the stadium that he was in. He sold it out. The pay-per-view did 300,000 buys. So you know what that means? The people dictate that. He didn't have a big amateur career, but we're seeing him knock guys out. Ryan Garcia didn't have the big amateur career, but he's knocking guys out. He's 20-0 with 17 knockouts. So he doesn't have the resume yet, but he's building it, too, with quality wins. Now, you did make a great point about the one fight he had, but he had the last two fights were in great knockout fashion. So, are you right, Jorge? I yes, think, you are. I think. But the business does come first. I, so, here's the, the thought on the business aspect of that. He, the way... Those two fighters are good examples of the way they're building their brand. The way Gervonta Davis is building his brand is through his fists and what he's doing on the ring, right? The way I believe every fighter before him has done. And he got Floyd Mayweather. And exactly. And Floyd and Floyd helps. Yes. Having Floyd in your corner does help. But I would say Gervonta. Especially in the ring, too, after a fight. And Floyd's right there wearing his Versace outfits. 
I, believe me, I ain't watching Javante Davis or watch uh, Floyd's first outfit. You know you like them outfits. You know you like his you, shoes. You want the outfit. You might want his outfit, but at the end of the day, I came to watch Davis, right? So I, that's the way I look I, at I, it. Hey, I ain't going to front. Floyd got some cold outfits. Y'all can talk about him, can't read him, but he can read Louis Vuitton. It's very easy to spell <laughs> Louis. It starts with an L. It's mine. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to go off like that. <laughs> but he, he's, I, he clean, man. Yeah, he's clean. Hey, I give credit credit to that, but brother is is squeaky clean like that in the ring with his hats and the doors now and wearing his million dollar outfits. Hey man, I'm sorry. More power that. to him. More hey, power to him. Hey, you know what though? He he's a professional fighter. Has been hitting the head for a living. If he got the spoils of his riches to dress good like that and got twenty women in his harem, all power to him. And sorry to go outside, like but you're making my point for me right there. And just in that statement, Javante okay. Davis is kind of emulating a similar career, maybe not the path to get there. God forbid, because different fighters, of course, exactly. Yeah. But good for God forbid, he turns heel one day just for the you know. But if he's doing that, he's, he's doing kind it. of it by beating up his girlfriend. Uh, I mean, he'd say like that. Oh, there's a video of him snatching his girlfriend's arm up in an event, and, and he's admitted that he's getting therapy for it, so I can't knock the guy completely. I just got a report was actually there when he set the heel. Yeah. He's got some personal issues. He said he's working on it. I'm just doing the due diligence that, that has to be mentioned. Yeah, uh, sounds like some anger issues. I'm hoping he's taking the right uh, therapy, uh, seeing the right doctor, and, and doing things the right way and trying to handle that relationship better than what he did at that moment which didn't look good for him yeah it was reported too i'm not saying anything for rumor bill of fighter it's actually video out there the breakfast club you know Charlemagne. they talked about it as well because he's been on the show several times mm. he's even admitted to it that you know he's going to work for it it's just one of the things i have to bring up because at the end of the day they are human beings and so we may rever and love them for their for what they do in the ring but we cannot celebrate them what they do outside the ring especially if they're putting hands on women yep i just want to point that out there as well so um he didn't punch her, but he grabbed her in a way that was not acceptable, people. So I just want to know, I'm pointing that out that, that I do not condone those actions. And that if he's getting the help, that is good because we're all imperfect people. And if he's doing the work to make sure it doesn't happen again, cool. But if he's actually doing stuff like that, that's not cool as well. Yep. No, I consider it better myself there. I completely agree. Uh, but back to like the point yeah. I was mentioning about with the fighting and stuff, right? So Floyd built his career similar, you know, in a, in a way that he did it with his fist. Javante Davis, no different. He's doing it with his fist, which I can respect, right? So at the end of the day, he's working at his craft, and that's what I, I'm looking to see. I came to see that. And Javante is 26 here. I have my notes here. But 24-0, 23 knockouts. Got great power, great great career, great, great rest of his career. I'm actually looking forward to the rest of it and see what he does moving forward. But he's building it the right way, and he's building it in a respectful way, the way I've respected every fighter before him. Right, knock them out, and that's it. You can't. There's no. There is no excuses, no conversations. There is no other thing. When you knock a guy out, you can't say, "Man, that judge in eleventh round." Like we were talking about subjective scoring, I had posted that as well. How I was like, "How could you score twelve rounds for Canelo?" Like the second round, we're going. When you knock a guy out, you don't worry about round two. The judges' score don't matter to me. At you that just point. throw the just throw him out the just throw the baby out of the bath bathwater. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And he doesn't, it doesn't matter that like, there's no controversy. The dude is on the mat sleep and then you give him his belt. And at this point, Javante Davis's resume is looking better anyways. He beat Gamboa. He beat Cruz. I mean, he's looking, he's looking like the more legit fighter at this point in his career with a better resume, right? No, no, no amateur career, but his current pro career is what I care about at this point. And to me, that's what I, I, I admire most about that. Garcia, look, at the end of the day, under his promotional company, Golden Boy, they've they've managed his career to where they needed to manage his career. 
Oh yeah, I'm glad you brought up Golden Boy. So so at this point, he's after that fight with uh, Carlos Morales, he's only had in four fights nine total rounds. So you're telling me in nine total rounds he's corrected the flaws that I've mentioned, his conditioning, his lack of lateral movement, his fighting too tall, too straight up. And when you say he's so tall, he's listed at 5'10". He, he is tall and lanky for a but, guy his division. But he fights very, very tall. So he fights He fights tall the way I would want you to fight tall. Yeah, he fights but, straight up. He doesn't crunch down. But but at that weight class, both of those fighters tend to be a lot more dynamic, more faster. So he definitely looks huge for that weight class. He definitely will not be in that weight class for a long time. But be it as it may, in his current stature, in the stature that he holds himself in that ring, he allows himself to get exposed to dynamic fighters that I had already mentioned Davis, Lomachenko, Lopez. Those guys will give him challenges that I don't think he's ready for. And when you're this young in your career, you're basically asking for fights that could end your career sooner than you want to. So, yes, to your point, I, I agree. As the fighter, you should try to get as most money as you can for the length of your career. Not if the length of your career is what might be over after four fights. That's what I'm, and that's what I'm getting at. Like he's going about his business, I think, in the wrong way. I think if he wanted to fight to a lengthy career where he could still make that money near the later later parts of his years, and I'm talking about any later parts, I'm talking about like 30, 31, 32, 22 years old. You got a whole lot of boxing in front of you. Fight like you want to get to those years, but you know, but then take the advice of your promotional company, your trainers, and say, hey. If this is not the fight for you, is that to be the fight for you? And he's gotten that advice, and he's neg- and he's avoided it. He's neg- he's negated it all completely, and he's basically saying, "No, I want those fights now." That sounds like a twenty-one-year-old spoiled brat who needs his results now, right? He's not waiting; he wants it now, and and and, and that just kind of rubs me the wrong way. Or anybody who has followed boxing like we have for so long would rub them the wrong way. But like I said, though, the business takes everything. We can call him a brat. He may not have earned it, but he is putting money into Oscar De La Hoya's pocket and for fights that Oscar would not have made that money on with other fighters. So, like I said, the business is much as harsh as it is. The dick, the business dictates so much and Oscar has no choice now. Um, We never really got a chance to really do a complete deep dive. I want to just all the ills of him losing Canelo Alvarez. That whole relationship deteriorated. You know, having him for over 10 plus years when you have the face. I mean, promotional outfits will lose their top guy. That happens. Oscar left Bob Arum. Floyd left Bob Arum. Manny's left Bob Arum. Mm -hmm. You know, now you're seeing, you know, Canelo leaving Oscar. It happens. So Oscar's in a situation now that he has to conform to Ryan Garcia's demands because he went from making minimum 200,000 a fight to 300,000 a fight. Crazy unheard of for a guy of his stature and his uh, development, his career. But this new world of analytics, how we watch fights now, streaming, like people don't just watch TV, watch boxing on the TV now. How Bob Aram talks about ESPN Plus is a huge driving platform. And he talks about analytics now, at 89 years old. Mm-hmm. They're on the zone. So everything is on watch time, sure. impressions, you know, what he's doing on Instagram, how they correlate that to their app as well. And Ryan Garcia is. Either you, you may hate it. He's gold. The people love him. The people spoke. Now, as soon as he gets knocked out or lose, 
then we know it's going to be over. That's any boxer, right? Mm -hmm. As soon as you lose, you see what kind of lesson you have, that the people still support you or not. But right now, the people dictate that because they're paying it. We're, we are the paying public, the viewing public. And if 19 to 21, 22-year-old girls uh, beforehand were coming to the stadiums who weren't coming before, if they're buying the Zone app and paying $100 uh, a year for it or $19.99 a month for it, and then they see those numbers, Garcia can do what he wants until he loses. And even when he loses, he still can do that. Case one in mind, Adrian Broner. Oh, gosh. Yes, I'm going to go there. I was a big Adrian Broner fan at first because he talked. He engaged the audience. The problem, though, was that he was giving too much too soon. Yes. Kind of the way you're speaking about Ryan Garcia right too now. Too much heel too soon. Too much heel too soon, too. Right. Because he was, this is during Floyd's prime, and he saw a market that he tried to capitalize on. Smart idea. Execution was completely bad. He tried but, to clone but, it and do it. But to his, to his benefit... He did win titles in four divisions. Now, maybe only one belt, whatever. He still has on his resume. And even now, he was like, oh, two and won his last several fights now. He hasn't won a fight in a couple of years. His last fight, he lost to Manny Pacquiao was a year plus ago. But he still drives ratings on Showtime. So he may not get the big million dollar fight next to my Showtime. Best believe when he comes back, Showtime may give him seven or eight hundred thousand. It may not be original Broner money, but even in loss, he still drives people. So I see Ryan Garcia in that same mode, but even bigger if he still continues to win. So you can hate him all you want, Jorge. And you know what, though? You are right. There's a lot of folks out here who feel the same way about <laughs> him. You know, we hate, people hate brats. Let's keep it. You, you, if you have kids, you don't want your kid to be a brat. He's like, yo, you may not believe in spankings, but you want to spank your kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's business, though, man. What happens when you when you know that you drive the buck, you are the man. And then him being as young to recognize that, hey, more power to him. I mean, I like it, but hey, I'd rather, as much as I hate he's a brat, I like people who control their own destiny and control their business instead of letting these outfits do that to these fighters for all these years, hundreds of years, too. I, That's I, one way of looking at it, too. I, I don't disagree with that sentiment. I just, it's more of the... Uh... If he was a boxer first mentality and all that business part was more on the background that he managed and he's able to get the outcome that he desired, then I, I care more about that as the fan. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think most boxing fans will like that. And, and, and the reason I'm saying this is because I really don't care. Like if you had, and, and, and when I say I don't care, I care that I'm happy that you get what you just think you deserve. What I don't care about is to hear about it. I care about. What are you planning? You know, what what is as a boxing fan, what are you planning for that fight? How's your conditioning? How's your training? What do you think of the other fighter? If you keep it strictly to the sport itself and keep the business aspect out of it, you know, I'll read it in the tabloids, the business part, but I don't really can care about it in the interview. I don't care about it if it's a question. I really don't care about it if they're talking about it on uh, an ESPN on Showtime on the zone. I, I don't care about the business part. Give me the boxing points that matter to the fan right if we come with that approach and keep all that other stuff behind scenes i'm happy with that i don't need to hear about it on twitter and i don't need to hear it about it on a tiktok video or a youtube video or a facebook I, I i just i that part is the part that rubs you the wrong way and the reason it rubs me the wrong way because then it, it feels like that's first than the boxing right and it's all about perception right and if the mm-hmm. perception is that you care about your money first then about what you're doing as the as, as part of your sport 
then it, it, you know it kind of sucks because to me in my like in my own professional career i mean i care about the money but i care about my career too though and what i learned from my career the money is just a part of what i do for a living right and that's the way it, i think this fight these fighters should be looking at it before we finish up on this here, I want to talk about Tifimo Lopez too, because he fits in this. It's like the holy trinity right now, these guys. Like yep. you have the three, they're between 130 and 135. You know, 135 that uh, Lopez has uh, three of the four belts. Haney has a WBC belt, just want to give a little history on. Technically, Tifimo has the franchise title, and that's because WBC made something where that um, they they created some politics thing that where you have some form of WC, WBC belt. But the other guy is now defending. He's a regular title holder, title holder. And at any given time, if you're the franchise champion, you can say, I want my belt back. I don't want to be the franchise champion. I want to be the regular belt holder, make these defenses, and you can make that claim. So that's what happened with Lemachenko. Mm -hmm. He had the WBC belt, but he didn't want to fight Haney because the money wasn't really there and the Lopez fight was there. So he had to let that go. Haney got the belt. And so just want to give that, sure. that background. So Devin Haney is in the picture. But I don't see him fighting these guys anytime soon. He's on the zone. And I give it to him. He's talking a good game right now. He makes a lot of money. He's even said, I make more money than Tiafimo Lopez. You do, Devin Haney, but no one knows who you are. Exactly. And I love you, Devin Haney. I'm not saying that to be rude or mean, but Eddie Hearn overpaid you. And more power to you for getting overpaid. I respect the hell out of that. You know, everybody was trying to sign you when you was coming out of the amateurs. But just because you make more money doesn't make you the A-side. Tiafimo's A-side. He's on ESPN, and he holds that card. So if that fight does happen, you can't say, I make more money. That doesn't matter. That's just the fact that Eddie Hearn is paying, overpaying you. Okay? Just one more thing to add on to that. So mm -hmm. that, it, it go, that, that, that last point kind of goes to what I was mentioning before. Devin Haney, great boxer. But if all you're doing is talk about your money first, you're letting me know that's what's on your mind all the time. And to me as a boxing fan, that's a turnoff. That's a put off. I, I, I care about what you do in the ring, what you do behind the scenes with your money. Again, congrats. You got more, you know, you got, you got overpaid and you got paid and you got what you, I, what you feel you deserve. And there's nothing wrong with that, but I don't care about it. I care about what you do in the ring. That's so, your point. David. Yeah. So I bring him up because of the WBC title that's in the works for, if we ever have an undisputed claim, you know, TFMO wants to put that out there, but technically he doesn't because he didn't, they didn't have the WBC title in grabs because Devin Haney because of politics was actually has it in defending it. Sure. But Tiafimo is in the con in a conversation. And when it comes to the I said the, the holy trinity of these guys, like what about these young fighters are coming up now. And if there was a period of like a year like all oh, these the older guys we were watching like the, the 2010s are retiring. And now we got this crop here. Tiafimo and, and Tank Davis I feel is the fight eventually. Mm -hmm. That is a fight that will end in a knockout. Oh yeah someone's going down on that someone's fight. going down but we best believe that if that does happen, we know that's for all the marbles. We know who is the man. It doesn't matter if it's 130 or 135. Hell, if it happens at 140, because I, I could see these guys, let's say that policy's getting away. I could see this fight happen at 140. Mm -hmm. Let's say that doesn't happen at 130 or 135. They are the same age and the same weight. So even after all stuff, they're going to have to see each other eventually. And I think, too, Floyd's a smart man. He is building Tank Davis to be a star. Same thing as Bob Arum. Bob Arum and Floyd may have not seen eye to eye, but they both recognize that there's going to be money here. Yeah. ESPN platform, Fox Showtime. Well, actually, Davis is more Showtime with his alignment, the way yeah. they put him on there and in the pay-per-view model that he's on now. Floyd, when he sees that pay-per-view of TFML, he's not going to turn that down. Like, he's got him at 300000 now. The goal is to get him on the five 600000 marker and then to see where TFML is at with ESPN. We know they're talking behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. 
you know, even though we may not admit a fight may not be happening. Whoops, lost, lost one of my fees here. So even though a fight may not be happening right then and there, they're talking, they're looking at the money, you know. So when that happens, yo, we'll, we'll be good to go on that. So I apologize for those issues here. I had to get my camera back here. So I'm bringing up Tiafimo Lopez because he has all three belts and we're seeing a Tank Davis fight that is going to be huge one day. I say 2022. I don't see it 2021 because the fact that what I was bringing up here is that he has a mandatory in Australia. Yep. I was mentioning that on a, another show in February. And then in the summertime, we'll see what happens at that point. So what do you think about Tiafimo Lopez against Garcia or Tank before we move out of here? I think... Uh, like I said, I think Garcia, in my opinion, I get it. I've said a lot about Ryan Garcia, but again, yeah. I'm saying that because of how young he is still to get into these big fights. I, I feel like if Ryan Garcia is patient and he waits to build up his career a little bit, build up some rounds, some real rounds, and maybe work his way towards getting a, a, a title that, that's available because he relinquished the belt or something, that's, I think, something to strive for. With, but that said, it, it's gonna be it's, it's basically Lopez and, and Davis's world. You're basically fighting to fight oh. those two, and those two are already on a collision course, anyways. So Garcia, I think at this point is the odd man out, unless you know, uh, unless he's able to convince one of these two to get in the ring with him. I think that's a mistake from his part. I think he shouldn't be doing that. At, uh, at that same broadcast of the Carlos Morales fight, Mario Lopez made the same comment at the end of that fight. Uh, if you're asking for Davis, I think right now it's not a good time. And 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 he the last four rounds showed it. So I, I, I Garcia, if you're listening, I don't do the fight. Like I, I mean, as selfishly, I wouldn't mind seeing it, but I think for your career, I think it's a bad idea. I think you got some work to do still. And uh, I think if you do the right things in this is your training camp, I I think later down the road, maybe in a couple of years, you get that fight. Right now, it's Davis and Lopez. They're on a collision course. And I think you're probably right. They'll probably get to 140. If they don't fight at 135, it's going to be at 140. I agree with you there. So to recap here, um, January 2nd on the zone. I don't know if anybody has a description to the zone, but I actually pulled it back up again. I was, I had it. I was actually a real solid banter. I was part of their uh, pilot team a couple of years ago when I was testing out the app and I had it free for a while. Then once COVID happened, I canceled because no live fights. Why am I paying them if they no fights? Exactly. I can't. But now that um, fights are back, I actually went ahead and, and got the description because of Canelo. You know, he's going to fight a couple of times this year. It looks like on the zone. And you had Ryan Garcia. So I want to see how this outcome comes because we're going to get a lot of questions answered on Saturday night. We're going to see if Ryan Garcia's actually got the goods. We know he's got power. That's one thing that is we cannot question. He has power. He When he hits you, you feel it. Guys go down. So we're going to see when this power goes against a top 10 guy. Is he good enough for Tank Davis or TFM Lopez? We don't know. We actually have our doubts because we don't think he's ready. But he can silence everybody this Saturday. He can have a tremendous outing Saturday night where we'll come back Sunday or Monday be like, whoa. That, that can happen. That could happen. Because he's fighting a guy that can prove that for us now. For all the things that you say you do sure. not like about him and you hate about him, he could shut everybody up saturday night it could be midnight and we were like yo we got to change everything we talked about now not change everything we talked everything, about but, but, I wanna, but what i'm looking for is some improvement that's mm -hmm. what i'm looking for right i mean like i said you've only fought nine rounds total since your fight with carlos morales and that was a veteran with no knockout power that basically exposed you a lot and you're fighting a now a true top 10 guy in the division that fought lomachenko fought linares and fought them well. I I think Campbell is going to give him problems, 
but I also can see if Campbell makes a mistake, Garcia's got power to make you pay for that mistake that you make. But I mean, it, it, again, folks, if you see Carlos, uh, the Garcia, Carlos Morales fight, watch that full fight, 10 rounds. And you'll basically see the, you'll come to the same conclusion. I think that I, that, I, that I've came up with. Right. And I think Campbell, if anybody watches Campbell's previous fights with Lomachenko and uh, Linares, you'll, you'll, you'll kind of come to that same conclusion as well. Like unless Campbell just kind of sticks his face and says, hit me. Uh, like Prince Nassima, uh, you know, would do then it's, you know, then he's going to go down, but I don't think he's going to fight that dumb. So, you know, but we'll see. Predictions. You know, super things happen. Predictions. Who do you think is going to win? Because uh, we're going to, here's what we're going to do a show after the fight. So let's give the predictions now and let's see if our predictions come true. My prediction, uh, it's going to be a split decision win for Garcia and it'll be controversial too, because I, I have a feeling he shouldn't win the fight, but because it's on the zone and, um, you know, judges get paid too. you know, on the record and off the record, shit happens. You know what I'm going with? I'm going with a 10th round stoppage for Garcia. Yeah, I went there. Yes, I did. Is this a 12 round fight? I believe it's a 12 round fight. It's, it's, it's for the WBC interim belt. So it's a championship fight. So we're going to the championship rounds. But I say it don't get to round 11. I say that the fight is going to get stopped by round 10. Garcia on stoppage, TKO. The Carlos Morales fight went the full 10 rounds. That was a 10 round fight. So this will be Ryan Garcia's first 12 round yeah. fight. Yep. Well, no, he's probably had 12 round fights, but no, be, this it, type it, of distance, this type of fighter. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, and I'm saying 10th round stoppage. Uh, I'm really feeling more nine, but I'm going, I'm going 10. I'm going say that it's a 10th round TKO. All right. Yeah. Then we'll have something to talk about on Sunday. You weren't expecting me to go there, were you? Well, of course you're going <laughs> to. No, no. I, 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 <laughs> You you for a long time, you, 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 but you didn't think I was gonna go Ryan Garcia. Yeah. No, I knew you would. Oh, I know really? you would. Mm. No, because I, you know, because selfishly, I think like you, you're thinking selfishly as well. You want to see him fight Davis. That's what I, I mean. I'm, I'm not gonna, do, I'm not gonna BS here. I want to see, I want to see that fight. I want to see the fight, but I know who's gonna win. Yeah, it's, that, it's, it's, it's my, I know we all know we want to see Gervonta Davis against Garcia, and then of course, we want to see Tank win, and then we want to see. Tiafimo Lopez, and then boom, yeah, and, and then maybe Tiafimo fights Devin Haney, and then you have all the marbles at one thirty-five. Yeah. That's that's the boxing nerd thing like, to have the unification, yes. and then you have your little round robin, and everybody else on at the end. That's not gonna happen. But uh, a man can box and dream. But I am really thinking that not just because of what I want. I really think that Garcia is gonna stop him. I think that Garcia's power, for as much as said we can bash him, his power is legit, and I think that. Luke Campbell is not going to be able to handle it for nine, 10 rounds because of the, the length and the reach. We, we talked about how he does fight straight up and he does use his arms when he throws his jab out there. It is not. If you really look at it, it's straight. It's, it's technical. He has his, you know, his skills is there. It's just the fact that it's the resume is truly not there. So I just want people to know that he can fight. The boy can fight. It's just the fact that we just don't, he doesn't have the resume that's proved it. And Saturday, as much as we talked about him, I think he's going to prove it. I, I, Campbell is a similar fighter to Garcia. Uh, and, I, and I'm talking about in terms of the dimensions. I think their, their, their metrics are the same. I think their heights are not that far off. I think their reaches are not that far off. Uh, where they differ is, is in terms of speed, hand speed. But I, I also think that, I mean, if you get into a ring with Lomachenko and you gave Lomachenko, according to him, before he fought Lopez, one of his, basically his toughest fight, 
you've done something you've done something to alter to change Lomachenko's point of view uh, in terms of how you fight and Campbell fought a, a he's a smart fighter he's not a dumb fighter he's a smart fighter uh got good footwork I just want to see I, I'm just curious to see if he will pressure him and go after the body the way Morales because once Morales hit him in the body again I have questions about his conditioning seventh eight nine ten that round he lost all four of those rounds Garcia he did not want to get hit anymore you don't want to get hit in the body you want to get in the face anymore he over definitely overprotects his face and exposes his body quite a bit take a look folks so we got our predictions there I'm saying late TKO stoppage Jorge thinks controversial split decision so everybody check out the zone or if you don't got the zone check out the results and we're going to talk about it right after the fact too as well because we made predictions and we gotta if we're wrong you gotta hold us to the fire on that one hey look if i'm wrong i'm wrong and if i'm right i'm right either way you're gonna get a show on from us next week that's right hey man we're gonna have to close up shop here yeah this is just a fight preview show first one of the new year so check out the zone and we're gonna be back once again like and and subscribe people if you don't i'm gonna think you're a hater it's real simple just click on the button two buttons click one for the like video oh and for subscribe boxing now podcast on youtube also facebook boxing now instagram boxing now podcast also twitter at boxing now podcast also the website boxingnowonline.com. go ahead and bookmark that baby come on just give us some love we're looking for it you know we're just talking boxing that's all it is you guys like to fight people want to see fights people like people getting beat up and we're just talking about it Hey, what you got, Jorge? Live underscore dominoes. You can find me at Twitch, uh, Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 8 p.m. And, and one more thing I wanted to add about mm-hmm. the about liking us. Even if you don't like us, hit that button too. But give me give us a reason. Give us a reason what we can do to improve the show, yeah. improve the content for you. Any feedback is good feedback. There's no nothing that can offend us at this point. Right. I just want to hear what we can do to give you a better better content that's right we grown man here if y'all don't like us y'all don't like us tell us why you don't like us if you don't like boxing hey then uh, we understand that you can just go watch baseball basketball football but if there's something that we talked about hey let us know you can email us too boxing now uh on uh, boxing now podcast at gmail.com as well you can email us as well or just go in the comment section so jorge do you have any final comments before we ride out of here uh Happy New Year. Yeah. And looking forward to January 2nd in this fight. That's right. So I hope everybody had a great happy holidays. Happy New Year. 2021 is here. It's going to be better than 2020. We'll be bringing more shows. And until next week, we'll be back, people. Take care. 2021's already better. We have a new fight already. That's right. Boxing now. See you later. See you.